All right, we'll start. <clears throat> we'll start with a quick, quick podcasting note. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I like playing out with this thing in my head so many times, and then it just disappeared <laughs> from my brain. Uh, but yeah, hey, quick podcasting note. <laughs> We're going to be taking a week off after this episode. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but hopefully we'll be back on schedule after that. I don't think it'll be two weeks, but who knows? Maybe it will be. Yeah. One to two weeks. One to two weeks. Uh, but, you, can, you know, we'll, we'll probably say it in the Discord if we know it's going to be two weeks. But I, I'd be surprised. I think it'll just be one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, and that's all. <laughs> nice. Enjoy Thresh. <laughs> yeah, that's the theme. That's Thresh's theme. I'm gonna, like quickly oh, listen to Thresh. Just someone noodling like a little jazz. Like <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious if that was Thresh's theme song. It's actually. a 23 minute jam sesh <laughs> or jam Thresh. Uh, Heads and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about the Chain Warden Thrash. It was released January 3rd, 2013. And I don't know why I didn't think it was that long ago, but holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's impressive uh, when you think about boy. it. Yeah, but he doesn't, he doesn't feel like he's from 2013. Right? At least I don't think so. That's because... I feel like his kit has aged very well. He's you know? not changed. Yeah, like, like it's really He's not changed. You know, they gave him they gave him a This <laughs> <laughs> is the first of I'm sure many chain jokes that are coming. Nope, that's yeah. the only one. <laughs> he got out of the way a minute in. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you know, it was more complicated than a lot of kits at the time. Yeah. Less complicated than the shit just now. about every yeah. kit now. So it's kind of slid past uh, and and stayed pretty much the same. And they've also consistently, since his release, been giving him new content. So yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's almost like, when yeah, I don't know. It's good, good job, right? You picked a good one, I guess, to, to go through. I, mean, <laughs> I, yeah. I think people really he's like, like his design. He's like their villain, I mm-hmm. feel like. Like, he's the antagonist. And with what happens like at the end of Viego's whole shit um he does feel like more of the big bad and and in reading ruination i don't know if they consider that canon the book i think so i think yeah it feels like it um kind of seeing how he is such a mastermind like i like him as like the antagonist of runeterra a lot Yeah, yeah he's 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 a good antagonist yeah he's not a He's a huge asshole. Mm-hmm. He's a huge weenie, and uh, but he's real uh, strong. Yeah, weenie in a very specific. He like uses that to his advantage. He's like, "Look, mm-hmm. I'm a weenie. I know it. You know it." He How- knows. He knows. <laughs> he can tell. He can tell at a glance who can beat him in a fight. Tr- honestly, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna 
I'm gonna be, I'm gonna grovel and just them. John, but, uh, what? What's up? He's gonna help them with the Heimlich maneuver in case they're choking. Yeah. <laughs> that was so like unnecessary. <laughs> like, it's just, just crass. Like, it's needlessly vulgar. It was vulgar. just crass. It was so needless. And this is coming from me. I'm from New Jersey. All I'm saying <laughs> is that that there's there's a lot of quotes here that you know support my uh, my rendition. <laughs> that he blew his way to villainry. One hundred percent. Okay. I don't remember I'll Anthony be... Reynolds putting that in the book. Is that... It's called subtext. <laughs> <laughs> Heard of it? Jeez, I'll be curious to see your to see your hypothesis, your your, your theory. Okay. Oh, that yeah. was the whole thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, what does Thresh sound like? I just listened to it. <laughs> yeah. I assume you want to do that first quote you put down, John. Right. Yeah. Which I mean, to be fair, no. Exhibit A. <laughs> Ever seen your soul? Would you like to? Is that how the slurp goes? Yes. Yeah. You did get that, that one that pretty well. Hang on, I need to I need to listen to it. Thresh likes his soup, okay? His, his Diego soup. soup. Oh. <laughs> and what is this? His taunt? Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Ever seen your soul? Would you like to? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking nailed it. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> why does he slurp like that? <laughs> well, I would tell you why, but apparently, apparently it's crass it's all of a sudden. <laughs> Can't fucking handle the truth. <laughs> We're not far enough into this. So. All, right. <clears throat> all right, I'll try to do his gravelly voice. There is life, there is death, and then there is me. Beautiful. <laughs> now, wait a <laughs> minute. <laughs> just, do you think that's just how he ends every sentence? Do you think it's like, do you think it's like Gail the Snail? One. Do you think he's like Gail the Gale Snail and it's always stunning? <laughs> no one wants to blast somebody with a bunch of bolts of light, but she makes you do <laughs> Why did she make me do that to her? <laughs> Lucian comes running back from the bar. Ah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. I'm um, picturing him with that high ponytail and like the weird crop top and like this the look on his face. Dude, the human version doesn't look that far off. Just yeah, saying. That's not, that's not wrong. He does have the three ponytails kind of sitch going on up there. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Mark, do your best thresh. Um. Rive like a worm on a hook. Ooh, that was good. Damn. Yeah. Hire him. Hell yeah. Hmm. All no. right, y'all. It's going to be a long one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I've been there. Done that. <laughs> Don't need to do it again. <laughs> just, just not, yeah. All right, let's get into it. Uh, he has a bio, Tales of Runeterra, The Shadow Isles, that video. Four short stories, and then they've linked... Uh, Roots of Rune, when they, you know, made the whole situation so complicated, they're like, here's a tree! <laughs> here's with all the pictures of everyone in it. <laughs> it's like a family tree. And also, Thresh is here. <laughs> the, yeah. The garbage pale cousin. <laughs> he really is, though. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Mm. 
All right, I'll get into his bio. I was very curious about his bio because I felt like the ruination novel was his bio. <laughs> <Basically>. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, sure. it's a little bit, a little bit different. Uh, Thresh was a normal, troubled man in the Blessed Isles. He was part of an order that gathered and protected arcane knowledge. Do we, do we remember what they were called? I imagine they were called something in the book, but I don't remember. It's okay. Uh, the because they don't say in the bio, but. Yeah, the, the Helia Collector. Nice, that's great, hunk. Um, <laughs> as we know at the time, these were the Blessed Isles. They were shrouded from outsiders, kind of, except for some people. <laughs> Thresh's masters sent him underground into vaults below Helia. He eventually realized it's because they knew he was a fucking creep weirdo, <laughs> and they like they didn't want to be around him. <laughs> so they like they gave him access to all the important stuff with no one to supervise him. Yeah, like this, well, uh, yeah. not their best choice. Out of sight, out of mind is kind of where they were at. They're <laughs> like, no, you can just not hire him for the job. You can, you can, <laughs> like, is there is there like a? Can they just not throw people out? I don't know. Yeah, is there like a? Is there like an exchange student program you can get him in <laughs> to get him out of this blessed eye? <laughs> like, oh, we we need representation in Bilgewater. His ass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, Thresh obviously wanted to destroy the whole place, so when Viego arrived in Helia, Thresh led him down to the magic water so Viego could chuck his dead wife in there. Uh, we, all, we all know Yeet. The, yeet. <laughs> we all know the story from there. Thresh was one of the first swept up in the mist, but because he I don't know, fucking loved it, he just turned into a monster instead of one of the, you know <laughs> everyone's screaming at pain, he's like, Oh shit, yeah, this is Hell cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's been many years na- years now of Thresh torturing souls, and he's noticing that he's getting stronger while, like, other people that were absorbed in the mist, like Hecarim, kind of remain untra- unchanged. The bio ends with, like, a little bit about how Senna escaped his lantern with Lucian's help, and he's like, eh, they're kind of cool. Those kids. I love <laughs> I love the way the bio ends. It's like, did Thresh jump in right. and write this last it, sentence? He really did. Yeah. It's like, it's like cause the, the way this is like, he was amused by it. So he let them go and shit. He just let to see them, what he let them have this, let this trivial victory. Fucking yeah, cope, yeah, yeah. dude. Okay. <laughs> just take the fucking L. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the Thresh bio. Yeah. It's, um, I was curious if like, how many changes they would have made to it um, with kind of like the his arc continuing. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it, it hasn't gotten a ton of changes. Mm. No, I mean, are you talking about like compared to the old bio? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Like I think, after the ruination stuff happened. Or yeah. the Rise of the Sentinels happened, yeah. That is true. With that one, they just kind of tacked it on the end. Although it's, it's a little weird because when you start looking at like his... Because they talk about it, I guess, in this bio that like he... He hunts people down. He doesn't just hunt them down, but he likes to really ruin their lives, right? He like, <laughs> you know, he orders a bunch of pizzas at their house and shit. Just like he just goes whole hog. <laughs> um, but the way that we kind of see his story kind of end currently is that he's he's after the ruination stuff. He's or rise of the sentinels. He's unbound. He's not he's not stuck in the shadow isles anymore. So I feel like it would be might be good to kind of go back and almost like flip some of that around. Like now that he's unbound. He started doing all that crazy serial killer shit, um, and we could kind of take some of that stuff, like like his color story, as not being oh this is some old thresh shit, but instead this is like a very recent thing that he has started doing now that he's out mm. and about, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. But, eh. but yeah, it, I, uh... it, I was just gonna say it's like you said, it's really hard to even think about this 
as it is because all i can think about is everything i know from ruination right right yeah which i mean this kind of is just summarizing what happens there uh we'll mm-hmm. talk a little bit about ruination but if you really want to know the deets threaders was our favorite part of the book mm-hmm. um by far 100%. you get a lot from his point of view and they're delectable like they're mm-hmm. my favorite chapters um, yeah, we have a whole whole episode on that if mm-hmm. you want more details. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely nothing new here. I think even before reading Ruination, I guess maybe I wouldn't have known like his role in the Blessed Isles and whatnot. And I do like how him being sent underground is handled in the book. I I feel like it was less that they thought he was like a murderer because in the bio it's like they all knew he was a murderer or could be you know yeah. it was more like no one wanted to work with him you know? yeah. <laughs> he, he's obviously like he thinks he's way better than he really is yeah like, it was more like this guy's this. not great and no one wanted to like train with him so they kind of put him and i feel like he he did know right away that this was like a shit job right i feel like oh, he yeah. Did. oh yeah oh yeah I mean, it's like yeah, the opening the, of the book, even. That's the opening scene, Yeah, right, it's like the first thing. chapter. It took me a second to... Re- like, it took me a while to realize that was Thresh. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I don't remember his name now, either, because his Urlock name was not Grail. Thresh. Thank you, Erlock mm. Grail. Dope. But, um... Anyway. So, uh, in his bio, it said, in an age, history has all but forgotten. But, I mean, Rise is still alive and was around for all that. So, yeah. I mean... And History I think at hasn't this point, fully forgotten. They and, all know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, and also everybody and their mother knows about like the Shadow Isles and shit. There's just, right. There's been like thirty people who are like big fuck off champions who've gone there, not to mention all the nameless rabble of victims. So there's like stage plays about you, Thresh. Like, what are you talking about? Played by Matt Damon. <laughs> what a very specific reference. Um. Yeah, I didn't think that was funny though. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, it said only those who were there could say what truly occurred <laughs> when the king lowered the lifeless corpse of his wife into the waters, which was like a weird thing to include in the Thresh bio because Thresh was there. He's literally mm-hmm. there. He's yeah. all you don't have to play coy. Just tell <laughs> us what happened. <laughs> and then they go on to tell us what happened. <laughs> Yeah. It's a weird line to include. <laughs> I think also, that's... he chucked her in. I thought we established yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. He, he, he threw fucking... up the dab, dabbed her out of there. <laughs> Obi! <laughs> Fuck. Uh. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously the writer like, hey, we don't know the, the details of what how we're going to, like, what, what this is going to be finally. So just a little Vaseline over it, right? Yeah. Just Some weird shit happened. Something, some some fucking magic thing happened. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You know. Oh yeah, and I did write the exact quote in question that we were making fun of at the end. Intrigued by the obvious strength of their mortal bond, he has decided to allow them this small and insignificant victory, <laughs> knowing all too well that the game of light and shadow they all play is still far from over. Which had such big like. Yeah, it was a fucking stupid soul anyway. I didn't even want it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sour grace, motherfucker. I know. It's so funny. I don't know why they I don't know why they wrote it like that. <laughs> it's like kind of insulting that everything Lucian and Senna went through to right? like <laughs> Yeah. If this whole thing was written like that, like that is something that maybe I could see him like Thresh deluding himself a little bit about or like Rail mm. would never admit defeat um, but the bio is not written that way it's just like yeah. this is very genuinely how he feels he just thinks it's fucking neato <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> well, maybe it did say that over time, Thresh has gotten stronger and stronger. Mm. So maybe by the end of the bio, he, he would have had the power. Found a way to break the third wall and <laughs> alter his own bio. <laughs> God, what, what, not, the third wall, not the fourth one. We're just gonna do the third. <laughs> no, no, just the third one. The fourth one's like a little written, too high. It's only two dimensional. Yeah, he's not. He's I didn't not even pick up on that, Mark. That. Like my brain did. My brain translated it for me. <laughs> All I'll right. Well, that's the bio. I don't yeah. have too many thoughts on it. There was really nothing, uh, nothing new for us. We've got over all this before. Yeah, and that was yeah. by Anthony Reynolds, Lene. I think he's done the majority of fresh yeah. stuff. And mm-hmm. my guess is that Rayla Hyde probably wrote the first version of the bio since oh. she's the one who did the color story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes that sense. Tracks. Well, um, I have notes on the color story since there's so many short stories. <laughs> so many. Yeah. Um, this is a pretty quick one. Thresh is after uh, some guy who once had it all. <laughs> Thresh had visited this, visited this man before and like claimed him is kind of how he phrases it. John, is this another uh, proof of for you? Maybe, maybe. No? Okay. That's, uh... <laughs> Thresh finds him now like all sick and dying and torn up and locked away somewhere. He's not happy to see Thresh, but he's like, whatever, just kill me. I don't give a shit. Uh, Thresh opens up his lantern and the man hears all the screams of the souls inside and eventually the voices of his mother, brother, friend, and then all of his children. Uh, The man says that he left them to keep them all safe and Thresh uh, violently rips his soul out, leaves the body and goes on his way. Mm -hmm. It's pretty graphic and delightful, I'm going to say. This is a... I will say another, another thing here is most of the time that thresh kills someone the descriptions of the deaths very cinnabite right yes super cinnabite are, is like a cinnabon uh, a virtual cinnabon so sweet. <laughs> as hellraiser villains oh yeah, my like god i forgot and, that's what they were and, called and who i have very, not seen that in so long very uh very sexual undertones I mean, that there is are very sexual undertones that or is overtones, true. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was You're really just trying to make Thresh very sexual. But I'm anyway. not trying. It <laughs> just happens. Um, do we know, I would say, do we know who this like guy is that he's hunting or why? Is it so. just for funsies? I think he just no. chose some random guy. He just like, to- chose some guy. Come. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, that whole idea of Thresh like hunting people and stuff like that is, I think a lot of that is kind of stuff that was stuck around from his old lore, it kind of mm. felt like. Because um, it feels a little, I don't want to say weird. It's very like demon type shit to do. That's a very Evelyn or yeah. whatever thing to do. Yes. It's it's uh, under where he's at right now, for sure. It seems like something that he, he would have done after turning into like, a, a, a specter originally being like hey i can do all this cool shit now i'm gonna <laughs> use this to punish or like torture this person specifically but like now he's kind of a big deal maybe this like is he how he like on a much larger scale this is how he like reminisces of the old days you mm, know this is, <laughs> for old times sake that would be kind of fun if it was almost like a little black comedy it's like, oh, oh, it's been God. so long since I've been de- out in the field. I'll you know, <laughs> dust off the old chain. I'm just going to hunt George for 10 years. <laughs> for no reason. Uh, George. <laughs> yeah. I do like it. This, it is uh, graphic and it's, it's kind of fun. I, I like all yeah. this, the, the Hellraiser depiction. I, I think this whole like him pulling the souls out stuff and leaving the body like not not all gory shit that they do for cinematics. It's like, nah, nah. I want hooks like uh, ripping people up from themselves and shit like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
This was um this was kind of the first time I think I had heard him described too as like incorporeal. I feel like in most of the cinematics we had seen, um and and a lot of the stories too, he seemed very solid. Mm. You know? I feel like this was when I read that he just kind of walked like drifted through a door and uh was basically the guy like threw Throws something a chair at him. like a chair yeah. at him and it just goes through him. I think I, I was like, I did not realize that that was something Thresh could even do. And he does do it again in later stories. But this was like, I had no idea. Well, it's hard. This is not how I imagined him depicted. It's true. He, I mean, a he does. He just seems thick. He seems. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's weighty. He's, he's a way solid thick. man. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, uh, I think some of it's like in the old lore, he was way more of a ghost story than he is now, and I think that's a big part of it. And uh, the other thing is that he's constantly fighting Lucian, and Lucian's got something that will actually uh, you know affect him. So it seems like you could shoot him <laughs> with some old bullets and shit, but you know, obviously not, right? You also kind of assume that because his like hooks and whatnot and Hecarim, who's also a specter, spectral, he's also spectral, <laughs> um, like, you know, he can cut people down. So if they can touch us, can we touch them? Kind See, of thing. now the thing is, in the Shadow and Bone story, Hecarim gone done be stuck outside that church because they closed the door. <laughs> that, yeah, it's true. You're right. <laughs> He had to break that door Do you down. Mean, did you mean Shadow and Fortune, by the way? Yes. What did I say? Shadow and Bone. Shadow and oh, bone. yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. There was a lot of bones in there. Hecarim was there. Wink. But... Yeah, no, he was. He was there. Hecarim's bone was, was, was up in the mix. Um, I know, right? Well, you know, to be fair, that's a it's a Buru temple. Maybe the door like has like a, something going on with it, right? Like Anti-ghosty yeah, right. stuff. They did some Salt smudge it. sticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not enough to keep them out because they do break it in, but it's enough oh. to stop them from. You know what? I actually kind of think door. I actually kind of like that. It's like that it just makes it almost kind of like an incor- actual door. Yeah, like an actual <laughs> door, right? Like they can't enter it, but they can break through it. I think and they have to remember how to open doors. So they're like, oh right? fuck, it's been oh, a long fuck. time. <laughs> 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 like our toddler just. <laughs> Gripping. They're like just hanging around smoking, just waiting for somebody to open it. Like, <laughs> so they can slip it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Alrighty, any mm. other thoughts on this one? No, it's very short. Oh, not really. Um, yeah. It is, yeah. It's a good view mm-hmm. of him. Good view. So what do we want to do we want to do Shadow and Fortune? I guess I that one seemed to be kind of Sure. I actually wise. didn't write any of this shit down in like I know order, there's a chronological yeah. it's not order. God. But yeah, it's not that the in. most. <coughs> it's the most stories I've ever seen. You have listed. I know. Sure. Well, you know, I think. I mean, lucky for us, a lot of times Thresh is just like a monster that shows up in some of them, and and you know, yeah. Kind of, and so, we've read most of these already too. That too. I was so happy. Yeah. I was like, oh wait, I've read like all this shit. No big deal. Um, but yeah, so Shadow and Fortune. We talked about it a million times, but here we are again. It's it's <laughs> Halloween in Bilgewater. It's uh, the harrowing in Bilgewater. Uh. And um, shit's popping off, and it kind of follows follows Lucian, follows Misfortune, follows Olaf. Um, who am I missing? I guess Alawi shows. Is, are those the three main thread lines that it follows? I three? think so. Yeah, it's just right? Olaf, yeah. Lucian, MF. I think it's just because Alawi is also going there. Yeah, um, kind of in the wake of of Gangplank being Although killed. The, it's, it starts by following Thresh with no heroes present, so we can the, count him as one. I guess that's true. 
That is true. Um, yeah, so Harrowing's descending upon Bilgewater. For Thresh's part, he does, like you said, he shows up at the very end of the first part and he gives us our first like on-screen kill where he puts like seven or nine hooks through a hapless fisherman who shouldn't have been out but you know needs the gold. Um, and he refers to himself in the third person, which I thought was kind of fun. You will be Thresh's first kill tonight. He looks around. I was like, it's maybe like I won't say that one. <laughs> um, but Lucian's there. Lucian's there. And so as well, while Lucian and MF, them are kind of trying to survive the night, eventually Lucian kind of sees Thresh and they have a big confrontation on the bridge. Um, Lucian tries to fight Thresh and we kind of see that Thresh is using, he's like using the souls in the lantern to kind of create this, this protective shield around him. And as Lucian's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, um, this is where Lucian kind of learns that uh, Senna didn't die in their encounter, which I, I, everyone knows what's going on with Senna. I don't need, we don't need to explain it. Um, <laughs> but that in fact, she is, she is trapped and this is a big reveal for Lucian. And as, uh, as Thresh is sort of getting ready to kind of take the final, the final plunge, uh, Senna kind of reaches out to Lucian and, and he stabs Thresh in the knee with a silver awl. Uh, and that gives and it kind of gives him the gumption to like the shield goes down and, and Lucian starts, you know, bl- lighting up Thresh with, with gunfire and Thresh hop like he like falls off the bridge like, ah, you know, just like kind of this burning heap of, of ghost. Um, fucking Denethor from Return of the King. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure he said the exact same thing in the Lucian episode, but it's still exactly what I picture. Mouth full of tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's the last we, we see of him, but Lucian does determine to like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go um, free her or, or put her to rest. He kind of determines that like, well, this is what I need to actually do is just end her, her suffering. And off and he's going to go fuck up thresh some more so um but yeah i, I think this is Rand mcneil that wrote this one if i remember correctly um mm-hmm. i didn't write them down uh i really this is my, probably my favorite description of thresh because there are some ways they describe him like okay so you look at thresh's like skull and it's kind of like okay it must be some sort of bone thing or whatever i don't know plastic whatever the fuck that's made <laughs> out of Depending on the quality of the, the cinematic, but <laughs> here it's it's just like Lucian's looking at it, and it actually is supposed to be sort of actually decaying, ravaged flesh that is kind of stretched out over that skull shape. And they describe his teeth as being like needle-like, which like they don't look like really, but it was a very cool image of because he's also he's also wearing this cloak the whole time, so you don't really see a lot of him a lot. Um, but having these like just rows and rows of just needle-like teeth in that thresh head. Um, he just he, he came off very he's the most menacing i think here and just his the the just yeah. the, the description of him that's very like cool. a bone face is creepy but stretching dead skin over a bone face way creepier mm-hmm. yeah big fan of it <laughs> <laughs> i love when they stretch put dead it on skin anything over bone face. <laughs> it's like duct tape but, um. <laughs> i am now i'm keeping track too of the various powers that thresh has manifested so right now we've got yeah. the in- incor Incorporealness, incorporeality, incorporeality. We've got the manifesting chains. That is, uh, we have using using souls to block light magic. Yeah, which Ghost for shield. the record is something that Thresh says he learned from, from Senna. Senna. Yeah. Or he like he pulled it out of her mind. <laughs> yeah. Or like maybe she knew enough about the guns that he could kind of reverse engineer a little shield. I don't know. Which, something I was 
curious about was they said after he kind of stabbed Thresh, um, it gave the souls in the lantern the power to damage him too. So they started attacking him, and then the reason why Lucian was able to then, you know, light him up is because when Thresh tried to call the souls out to block again, the souls were just like, nah, brah. Like, <laughs> fuck you, man. Don't feel like it. <laughs> I want to learn more about that. <laughs> it's like a bunch of little ghosts are all like slapping him in the face. <laughs> just little, just tiny little hands like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, sure. The thing is that never does, that doesn't really happen again. It seems like it's just yeah, a little momentary yeah. lapse. And then he's like, okay, everybody, yeah, you're fine. Every, party's over. Everybody back in the fucking lantern. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we do have like I mean, a few different writers for Thrash. As a lot of it is Anthony Reynolds, but not all of it. So they definitely feel like they had the freedom to like kind of translate his abilities how they wanted to. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mind. Yeah. The only one that I yeah. think gives me a little umbrage is in the redeem story because it just feels like yeah. <laughs> which i guess we'll talk OP about as fuck it just feels so like that's the one that feels like the most like the the writer's like well i need this situation to happen so uh you know thresh <laughs> has a big global laser or some shit i don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever he's got but um yeah this one's pretty cool i i like his kill at the start it is very nice nice and gory he's putting guts through guys throat and, and their guts and their belly button and just all sorts of fun stuff and, um, <laughs> tickles them yeah <laughs> sick fuck <laughs> like, like with kill me. nerds <laughs> alright moving on <clears throat> sure what do you want to do next um, I wrote homebound sure as the next one wait which one's homebound this is not linked. I don't this think. is not linked. Okay. This is the one. Oh, this, this is, is a Lucian story, where um, oh, Lucian yes, yes, is yeah. visiting that village, right? And right, right, he ends right. Up fighting yeah. Thresh at the very beginning of it. Um, I mean, it's a good Lucian story. Yeah, yeah. Thresh yeah. is only in the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lucian fights Thresh. This time around, Lucian uses like a kind of like a silver grenade. To oh yeah, very pierce the veil. Which uh, so which lets him get a shot off on the lantern, with again with Senna's help from the inside, which angers Thresh, um, but that's about it. And then he shakes his lantern like a fucking snow globe, and then Senna disappears, <laughs> and uh, then, get back in there. then he just blocks Lucian Sats again with souls, and then just fucking smacks him off a cliff. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and then he's got a mouthful of tomatoes falling off. The cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I got yeah. a real back and forth those two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I guess I had forgotten that. Um, I forgot Thresh was in this. I I didn't forget that. I guess I had forgotten that like Lucian's plan was something that he and Cinna seemed to have devised. And there's actually they almost try they almost kind of spring a trap on Thresh with her in the lantern. That like they've got this bond going, and they've been sort of like almost preparing for this so when things happen that's when she kind of springs it and he's able to get the shot off i kind of forgot that which is kind of neat but yeah. yeah they're starting to be to be an actual thorn in, in thresh's side here even though lucian still fails and i guess yeah. from what <laughs> classic thresh, lucian well i mean that's what kind of thresh seems to kind of point out is that like you keep fucking up buddy do you want to try again do you really think you can yes. do it um so it's kind of and he starts like taunting him about like you know that's what makes her hurt the most right is that every time you come you fuck up and all that hope gets dashed again and it makes it even more fun for me so i kind of like i like that there's some hints that, that this has been happening kind of repeatedly at this point now 
So And that's like a thresh special too. He's just a threshel. like Yeah, threshel. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he does this to uh to Ledros too later on. Yeah. Ledros <laughs> just trying the same thing over and over again and he just gets in his head eventually and he just likes messing with dudes who are trying to save their ghost ladies. Yeah. You know, never pushing too hard, just like flicking a little bit to the point where like over time they're like, oh, I'm not God touching damn it, you. maybe I'm he not is touching right. You. <laughs> he's, like the, he's like some weird psychological cock block or something like that. <laughs> no one. Right. Exhibit C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um,. Yeah, I guess we go into got... the, I guess the cinematics. I don't know if we want to really talk about those here. I guess let's do the story. I guess first. we can yeah. do. Yeah, we can. We can save the cinematics. Uh, maybe. Let's see. Maybe redeemed next, just because yeah. it's the the shortest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that's the cinema story that we talked about, where she she's having they're, they're she's out of the lantern, Lucian and her are tooling around, and she's one night all of a sudden has this crazy thing happen to her, and she kind of wakes back up, and she's like, oh fuck I'm back in the lantern um, and it's revealed through the story that she's not in the lantern but Thresh has done some sort of long range attack and has damaged her in some way and so she needs uh, <clears throat> Isolde's help to get out of this weird semi state that she's in um, <laughs> Thresh doesn't actually make an appearance I, I, I don't think so um, but we do kind of get some insight from like Sinna's time in the Lantern about how he would do shit like this, where he would, you know, do these really long mind games, um, and you would kind of reveal at the end, like, yeah, you still. So him like per- making you think you had gotten out and had spent months out of the Lantern, only to be like, eh, you're still in here, is it- totally in his wheelhouse. It's kind of neat. I like that. Yeah. Um, this power, I think, would have made a lot more sense to me post uh sentinels yeah um because it does seem like maybe that's something that and now he might actually be capable of um but yeah pre pre sentinels this one was uh this one was a questionable one yeah i don't know there's there, there's got to be a way to to have this happen without it being so sort of i don't know ask pulley might be a way of describing <laughs> you could describe it I don't know. You could, I guess. <laughs> it's well, like, should you? <laughs> yes, a thousand times yes. Um, now you're being crass for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the 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 mental torture stuff is kind of neat too. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm all about that too. It makes me think of some of like the torture episodes of like Star Trek, where they do weird shit like that to people. It's, hmm. a, it's neat. Yeah. <laughs> Mark likes torture. You heard it here for, for but only when it's psychologically with devastating. <laughs> that but, basic shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of the interaction with Ledros, then we got uh, Echoes Left Behind. Another Anthony Reynolds Lenny one. It's a sad one. It is a, it sad, is a sad, one. sad one. It follows your boy Ledros. because um, he's kind of re- he's kind of reforming after getting killed again because uh, he's a spirit and <laughs> like, oh fuck he wakes up and it's like he's been out drinking he's like oh fuck how long was I out for that time <laughs> um, and as he reforms Thresh shows up really just like you kind of said just kind of dig the needle in a little bit like oh yeah success doesn't it Ledros and they have a little back and forth where Ledros is like hey Thresh this sucks and Thresh is like no this is fucking awesome I love this we're gods um, 
And he's like, oh, well, you know, maybe you'll you'll get her back. Maybe you'll... Because Ledros, obviously, is trying to get Callista to not be an evil spirit. Callista. Vengeance, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vengeance lady anymore. Um, and and something that it comes up, I guess, is that Ledros has that the little locket that, uh, you know, between him and Callista. And, and Thresh is, is, is doing it very coy. He's just, like, kind of toying with it. And he's like, oh, no, you can, you can have it back. You can have it back, Ledros. I don't want that shit. Um. <laughs> Romance, gross. <laughs> anyway, good luck, buddy. And then and he kind of just disappears into the mist. Um, Ledros tries to get close to, and he's trying all these different things, and uh, doesn't work. He can reforms again after what he thought was a really like I figured it out. I finally solved the puzzle, and then he gets killed, and he wakes back up, and he's like, "Fuck, fuck this!" Uh, I'm out, and he throws the locket, and he kind of. He kind of determines to abandon it, and I guess instead just try and find a way to just be, I don't know, not even a ghost anymore. Actually, factually dead. Um, And at the end, Thresh kind of scurries out from behind the corner and is like, oh, that fool. He almost, (laughs) you know, figured it out. (laughs) It's a good thing I was, you know, fucking bullying him so much. And he picks up the locket. It's kind of like, I assume it's just like a token of like, uh, yeah, the the final sweetness of his, his loss of hope sniffs it yeah. i don't know <laughs> so what was the trick you think that he was close to figuring out well i think he had uh what he had done in that last bit was he told Callista that he had betrayed her yeah um and then she killed him mm-hmm. and then like right as he was dying she snapped back to it and was like oh my god ledros yeah. oh no mm-hmm. um which is the first time he had had that mm-hmm. um you know, period of, of, of clarity, clarity. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then when he respawned, she was still there and he was like, Oh, Callista, you know, you're back. And, um, but then, then somebody called for her help again and she was mm. like, vengeance and stalked off into the mist again. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So I don't know, maybe he's like, he just he just needed to turn like one crankshaft like one more clockwise turn and then like that would have been it. I don't know what it, what the deal was. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, like just let her kill you a lot. Sure. And, like, yeah. Something like up. that. <laughs> kill you with the locket. Kill you without the locket. Right? Kill you with Hecarim. Stop! 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 All instances of betrayal in Runeterra, and then you're golden. Ooh, that'll right? be just... easy. <laughs> easy peasy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if the fucking harrowing keeps destroying bilge water, maybe that's got to be the source of like ninety percent of it. <laughs> it's a start. Tell you what. Yeah, know. this is a good story. We mm-hmm. talked about a lot with Callista, like Ledros a lot. I like his interactions with Thresh. I like that. I don't know. He shows no fear towards Thresh, and even like his anger is generally not like 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 a Lucian attacking anger. He's just more like, ah, fuck you, Thresh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying to do some shit. Like, go away. Go, like, torture someone. What are you doing? I, I can <laughs> like, see why they put you in there. the fucking caverns. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> you fucking weirdo. You creep-ass weirdo. Go back in the catacombs. Uh, I would love that if he revived a few more times. Like, fuck, Thresh, why are you always here when I'm coming back from being <laughs> Why are you dead? so obsessed with me? <laughs> like, in love with me or Over something. Over me. Like, oh. Does he have, like, an alarm that goes off when, like, he's like ledros is like little annoying little brother or something <laughs> just my friends i just think you're so cool ledros <laughs> ledros is cool he is yeah. cool 
I did think it was funny in the, the description of Ledros, because this was before Rio Nation. Um, it talks about like how he was a big fucking like badass motherfucker. He was even the king's champion, as if like he didn't kind of get that title sort of weirdly incidentally, and, and <laughs> <laughs> didn't really like doing the job uh, and all that shit. Right? <laughs> or did didn't really do anything. I guess he did fight a bunch of Iron Order dudes, but it is still funny. So. Yeah, I do like you know they meant Thresh is like a big dude. They mentioned him towering over a lot of people. And then just they mentioned Ledros just fucking towering over Thresh. Yeah. And I I do like, you know, Thresh, if Thresh thinks he's stronger than you, then he's just so insufferable. And if Thresh thinks you're stronger than him, he's insufferable in the other direction. <laughs> There's very, very few people who Thresh seems very much like, uh, maybe I could take you, maybe I couldn't. I'm not 100% sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck with you a bit but not quite bad enough that you want to attack me because maybe you can win. <laughs> it's, very, it's a very uh, very walk in the line with Ledger. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of fun, though. I, it's, it's nice to have a story where he's not, as much as I like him ripping dudes apart with chains, it's nice to have him just, like, like I said, bullying a, 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 a big sad ghost. You know, like, it's kind of fun, too. <laughs> So. Big sad ghosts is what they should have called ghosts. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Big sad ghosts. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, shit. All right. Well, what's next? Um. So in terms of small stories, I think that's pretty much it. And we've got the big ruination story, which, I mean, we won't get into in too much detail, I don't think, because we do have the entire episode dedicated specifically to it but thresh you know we mentioned he's the best part of it by far we get to see him mastermind a lot of what happened there at the there at the old blessed isles uh yeah he's the reason they were able to make it back to the blessed isles in the first place you know make it through the the hallowed mist um you know, and then once they made it in, you know, he made a deal with the king and he let him down. He worked with Rise to even, you know, break all the enchantments that would prevent people from getting down. This was like a this was a super long con that he pretty much he, he saw a glimmer of an opportunity and he, he made the most of it, you know? <laughs> he gotta admire his work ethic. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like we said, he's the most fun part of the book. The opening, even like the opening sequence when we're, we're in his head, um, just the way he, the voice that his character has, you can just immediately get so much of a sense of where like Erlock Grail was at. And it's a nice, it's really nice uh, background to have when looking at Thresh now. And it really rounds the character out, I feel like. He would feel a little empty, I think, without it, I would say. Like just a big yeah. spooky ghost guy, which he is what he used to be, I suppose. Yeah. And you see how his evilness grows over time which is really interesting and he's just he's not a good person to start and like there's not an excuse for it like he's just kind of a shit guy Mm -hmm. and he's spending all this time in solitude and just becoming more repulsive of a person (laughs) something he does do there is he's like he's torturing people underground and stuff too so that murderiness uh you know he, he keeps someone down there for a while Right. the guy who used to be in charge of him yeah 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 and like people don't seem to know that he's got like 
some little torture prisoner down yeah. there. He's like, ah, oh, he went missing. It happens. There's, Weird. It's a maze down there. Yeah. Could happen to anyone. It's yeah. a living. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very slow dying, actually. Yeah. <laughs> sure. One thing that used to be part of the the canon, which I don't think they ever specifically mentioned in like current canon, was um, the fact that the exposure to all of those artifacts is in large part what kind of drove him past that that point mm. of insanity okay mm-hmm. yeah um in fact and this is my absolute favorite part of the old lore <laughs> uh he didn't used to torture people down there what he used to torture were the artifacts yeah i i forgot about that <laughs> There was like a, a book that could repair itself, so he would just rip out the pages just to be a dick. There was like a mirror that um, was ensorcelled, so there was like a wizard on the inside of it, so he would just scratch the mirror so the person on the inside couldn't see the outside, and then he'd polish the mirror again and then scratch it up again. And like, <laughs> so he's like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so oh, my much. favorite thing. He, uh, he said magic uh, loves to be spoken. So what he would do is he would start saying incantations, but he wouldn't finish it. So he, he was edging the magic. magically <laughs> edged. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't think we'd be back to edging jokes so fast, but here we are. Oh, man. Holy fuck. I forgot all about that. I didn't see, I did not read that old bio, but that, God, I really wow. like that actually, because it's so, it's so fucking petty. Right, it's like right. <laughs> it, it, oh my god, that's I, they really should bring that that little detail back. I don't know about the edging thing. I'm I'm still kind of fine <laughs> yeah, I don't with need it. That. Yeah. I'm fine with an edging through light and running through the rune terra storylines, but um, <laughs> it's like kicking a dog and shit. Like especially when no one's around to like do it. I really that's so on on a on brand for him. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, read the book. I I, I, know, I wasn't the hugest fan, or but listen if you're to our a big episode. fan of Thresh, check it out. Yeah, listening to the episode is like reading the book. That too. You can but, do both. Um, yeah, do both. <laughs> do both. <laughs> uh, so next up, uh, timeline-wise, is Ruined King. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, uh. I did not go back and like okay. write down a summary of like the, the yeah Thresh no worries story. I got this okay this is this is kind of Thresh's part so Thresh basically convinces Gangplank to bury a crown in Bilgewater that will draw Black Mist to it um, and then he returns to Thresh's domain uh, or like uh, Gangplank returns to Thresh's domain with you know a bunch of artifacts to begin a ritual to awaken Viego because Viego is not awake at this point all right. Um, Gangplank worries that, because this was all kind of a big deal that Thresh made with GP, like, help me with this shit and you can have Bilgewater. <laughs> At this point, Gangplank is a little worried that Bilgewater's not going to exist if more Black Mist keeps getting pulled into it because, you know, of all the death and shit. Um, but he's like, nah, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Um, so Thresh shows GP the blade where Viego slumbers and um, explains that, you know, Viego's real strong. Um but its its strength is uh let's see what is it oh sorry uh it's like hungry right it needs that power yeah like that. It's, yeah he he's got like he gives him an amulet and is like 
this is a very strong spirit. This amulet can control the spirit, but it re- you got to be strong enough. You know, yeah, like if yeah. you're not strong enough, it will take you over. Um, so eventually, Viego wakes up. Is like, where's my queen? <laughs> like he does in game all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thresh is like, no, no, no. It's it's cool. Like gather your strength chill a little bit it's he rocks fine. him back to sleep like a baby yeah. <laughs> gives him a bottle <laughs> uh, Gangplank leaves for a little bit um, and Thresh starts plotting against him uh, noting that he will make a suitable mortal host he's already kind of planning to be human again um, on the Shadow Isles the, the adventuring party that you play when you play this game. Uh, they find that Gangplank is working with Thresh, and he has blocked their path with Walls of Black Mist, which is uh, something that GP can do now on the Shadow Isles. Great. Um, Gangplank and Thresh check in on Viego just to make sure, you know, is he strong enough? How's this metabolic time chamber working? Um, <laughs> Gangplank gets impatient. So Viego's uncooperative. Gangplank is like, give me your power. And he's like, my queen. And he's like, all right, <laughs> fuck this. Um, it's really one note. <laughs> uh, um, Thresh gives GP a warning, though, like, hey, uh, if if this all goes wrong, you know, if you need to control him, I've got a little secret I can tell you. Oh, God. That'll, like, totally, it'll totally put him in a tailspin and he'll get weak. Um, so, because he says that the king's obsession with his queen is actually what uh, fuels his strength. Um, the secret in this case being that Viego was actually a huge dick to his queen before all the shit went down. So th- there's like a bunch of memories that he he gives Gangplank of of Viego just being just a just an asshole. Um, so he's kind of like invented this uh, story in his his head of this fairy tale romance that, that didn't ever actually exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like tell him that and he'll lose his strength um meanwhile necrit a lucid spirit who exposes the origin of the ruination that transformed the land uh, also says that gp and thresh plan to revive the ruined king to unleash a harrowing that would blanket the entire world uh, maokai's here too he helps the group clear the way to thresh's dungeon and inside the library of agony which is Thresh's um, room, his bedroom, technically. My God. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the champions confront the chain warden as he creates a portal to Viego's chamber, um, but Thresh does manage to escape before they could finish him off, which Alawi does not know, which is why she will be so confused in a later story. Yeah, I, 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 I skimmed through that story. And I was like, what is she talking about? I'm like, oh, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Huh. But um, neat. Yeah, and I think that story is in between. I think, uh, Ruin King and Rise of the Sentinels, or yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, Thresh is a really big player in that in that game. Um, it really does help kind of start really pivoting him, or at least at the time, into being that big mastermind, kind of like you said, maybe the actual factual bad guy of of Runeterra, You know. Um, I, it, it's funny you're talking about Thresh being like this kind of just unrepentant dick and there's not like a sympathetic side to him and it reminds me of 
kind of how I felt about Gangplank. It's like he's just a bastard. Um, yeah. So I kind of like them yeah. being paired up. You're right. Honestly, mm-hmm. in the game sense. And I love too that Gangplank is he's so small scale in comparison like gp is just like i need all of this power of this great ruined king to finally rule bilgewater and meanwhile thresh is bringing him back just to like siphon off power so he can basically just take over the fucking world like <laughs> it's true it's true gp's just small potatoes what's well, kind of i guess minnow i guess it to be a, a more bilgewater idiom. I thought you were going to say he's just like little mandarin oranges or something like that, but uh, that's, that's fine. Yeah, that too. <laughs> we're getting dangerous, dangerously close to ball jokes. Um, As always. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, play the game. Also, a lot of fun. Thresh boss fight. Yeah. Pretty fun. That was a good one. Those boss fights were fun. Um, yeah, to, I guess to jump on to Will of the Dead, so this is post-Ruined King game, uh, Alawi basically just mentions that she and her friends managed to kill Thresh on the Shadow Isles. Um, we also find out that someone in this story was given a relic that could give um, you control of souls. Um, he's like, oh yeah, I got this, uh, and he's using it to basically reanimate dead people to, to fight for him. Um He's like, oh yeah, Thresh gave this to me. She's like, fucking what? Also, Alawi had the amulet at this point that Viego was trapped in. Um, Misfortune had given it to her, you know, for, for I think to destroy. Um, but this mage managed to get it. And stole it from Alawi, which then led to the Sentinels of Flight. So you really fucking blew this one, Alawi. Jeez. I feel like that should have been number one on the to-do list, was get that thing destroyed. Right? right. Like, <laughs> no point. No, of- you had to do morning prayer. Mm, yeah. Wow, John. That's what you get for praying. <laughs> you know, one thing I'll say about the game that I, I forgot to mention is that you like you said you go into Thresh's bedroom, but you also have run into a bunch of the souls that he has trapped in his lantern, and that's oh, where they yeah. also kind of let in that like, oh yeah, he doesn't do anything so so crude as like actual physical torture, um, but he does all like this completely mental destruction type stuff, which is again, it's kind of a neat thing to reinforce through those those voices. Yeah. What's Thresh's bedroom like? Does he have a bed? Does he sleep? <laughs> does he have a KDA poster in there? <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. Oh, of a, hell yeah. KDA poster. He's a above. true damage man, okay? Let's get that straight. <laughs> he got like both. <laughs> He's a big fan of a collie. Yeah. Like. Any, any project she's a part of. Yeah. <laughs> all right, anyway. Which is weird because you do fight Ari in this. It seems like he would have a conflict. Collie, I said. I know. Oh, but... right. <laughs> That's a different Ari. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Keep it together. Pop Starry. <laughs> Rise of the Sentinel. I would rather talk about Rise of the Sentinels wow. right now and acknowledge that. <laughs> In the Shadow Isles. I'm just going to cover all the thresh parts of this story. Great. Still a whole page. It is a whole page. <laughs> In the Shadow Isles. Thresh offers his services to Viego. Uh, Viego rejects him. Um, because he no longer trusts Thresh because Thresh let Senna escape. <laughs> Which didn't seem, you know, for, for Thresh probably didn't seem like <laughs> well, a big deal. Did. But, um, you know, 
Senna has a piece of Isolde's soul oh, in it, yeah. and it's like the one piece that Viego can't get. He's like, God <laughs> damn, you had it in your fucking lantern. <laughs> you let it go. You stopped Senna on As the way out, it... right? You got the you got the Federer, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, the, the thing is, I thought that I thought that her bond with Lucian was really amusing, so I just kind of let her go or something. Uh, it's fucking hilarious, uh, dude. Check this out. They love each other. Check look at this. <laughs> I bet they're gonna kiss. <laughs> so funny, right? Gross, isn't it? Gross, right? You right. don't want to try it, do you, Diego? Yeah. No, 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 me neither. How would that even work? I mean, like, <laughs> just mash the skull into his hot crossbones. It's like making two action figures kiss. Just, <laughs> oh, fuck, just like, clicking sounds. Shit. All right. Uh. Anyway, so Diego's got a new ally now, Bex. Uh, she comes back from spreading the black mist across Runeterra and is eager to see the world plunged into darkness. So, you know, that's his new minion of choice. Uh, elsewhere on the Isles, Thresh begins to just absorb the black mist um, because there's a lot of it. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to eat some of this. And then he plans his next move. Uh, he also eavesdrops on Viego, trying to convince Vex to stay. At this point, Vex has heard from the Sentinels that maybe Viego's doing this for love and not just to, to be a dick. And Vex was in it when he was just being a dick, but she's not in it for the love. So she threatens to leave, but Diego's like, no, 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 come back. Um, and Thresh is like, man, does he even have a, a part for me in his big plan? <laughs> <sighs> He's forgotten about me. He starts singing some song, like Disney song. About- <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> He's let me off my chain. (laughs) I throw the lantern and it's snubbed away. (laughs) We got this one. (laughs) Who's the warden of my heart? (laughs) (laughs) The king who's been ruined. (laughs) I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with heart. That wasn't heart. You know what? Yeah, no, you can the use fart even in, in Broadway. It's fine. <laughs> that's, oh, true. that's true. It's, the king is... who's been ruined by Olaf's farts. <laughs> Nailed it. Thank you. Uh, so later on, Lucian is venting to Rengar and Rookie about his desire to protect Senna, and uh, Thresh appears and offers a deal to the group. <sighs> Still tra- so bad about it. <laughs> he will trade them crucial information that can defeat Viego in exchange for a fetter. Uh, so despite their bitter history, Lucian follows him to a temple to hear him out, where Thresh exploits Lucian's desire to protect what? Senna and makes him retrieve a jade mask from the temple. Um, then Thresh illuminates ancient reliefs within the temple that tell the story of an old harrowing, which reveals that there's a powerful weapon at the Sentinel base in Sharima, which is a gun that can revive fallen allies. Um, Thresh is like, fucking bullshit! Give me back that mask! This is This is... But Thresh is gone at this point. Oddly enough, though, Thresh really did make good on his deal here because that weapon absolutely did exist and it was the key to defeating Diego. So, yeah, I mean, that was his plan all along. It was. <laughs> and, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, so, uh, let's see. So he goes back to Diego and was like, hey, I got a fetter for you. Can we be friends? <laughs> um, that's your Viego voice, honey. It is. Yeah, sorry. 
He's trying to sound like him. He's trying My to appease queen. him. My <laughs> queen. <laughs> uh, so Viego's like, yeah, yeah, sure, but don't fail me again. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give your soul the suck, suck. Um, which is a direct quote. Um, don't look it up. As Thresh leaves, he siphons more black mist, and uh, flesh begins to grow over his bones. Aw, yeah, becoming a real boy. <laughs> He's becoming oh, a real boy after all. Uh, finally. <laughs> Uh, finally, after the big showdown with Viego, the group returns to the Shadow Isles and sees that those who are corrupted have returned to normal. Uh, they also notice that the Isles suspiciously remain plagued by the Black Mist. Hmm. Uh, then Rengar warns them of an approaching presence, something more powerful than anything he has ever sensed before. Sure. Uh, this turns out to be a newly corporeal Thresh who reveals he's been siphoning the excess mist Viego was wasting and is now unbound from the aisles. He uh, basically tells the whole group about the bargain that Lucian made, which is a real dick move, um, and demands retribution for Senna's soul for escaping the lantern. So he says, give me one soul uh, to, to make up for losing Senna. Um, or if you don't want to do that, I could also just kill all of you and then just take all your souls. So, you know, you as the main character rookie... Well, originally Lucian, I think, actually offers. But, you know, you're like, no, 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 I got this, Lucian. It's it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, actually, first, all the Sentinels try to fight Thresh, and they get fucking rocked. Thresh is and he crazy might, He literally now. throws rocks at them. Yes, just so many fucking rocks. One of them <laughs> under rocks. <laughs> uh, so, right before Thresh harvests your soul... Uh, you activate a Wayfinder at the last second, transport everyone back to headquarters. Um, and then with Viego defeated, the new Sentinels return to their old lives. Akshan heads back to Shurima. Um, and then Vane decides to remain with the Sentinels um, to represent them in Demacia. And all the rest of them are like, well, we got to stop Thresh. So uh, let's, uh, let's go do that. Um, and then nearby, Thresh is super excited to start harvesting more souls. Free from the Shadow Isles. Blah, blah, blah. Although oh, his first no. stop is a place he's been like a million times before. So it's not super easy. He just goes straight back to Bilgewater. It's like the one place you've been. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's new. He's a little uncomfortable. It's like you go to where you're, you're comfortable, right? First, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you got your big glow up, but you don't want to like, you know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> you got to test the waters. Yeah, first, test the waters, you know? right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,. Those are all the starring ones. He's mentioned in, in a few. Yeah. Um, so Steadfast Heart, which was a comic, actually. We um, we just see a lot of things we've already seen. Lucian losing Senna. Lucian saving Senna. Um, but in comic form, instead of, you know, story form or cinematic... Yeah. Or comic form instead of cinematic form. So mm. less good. Um, <laughs> when he's one-on-one with Viego, we get to see real how how easily he is he knows viego can wreck him so he's all like my liege this and like please spare me that um which he says a lot (laughs) he gets in a lot of trouble in this comic diego really wants to kill him (laughs) he's getting Uh, chewed out yeah and then after the final showdown in the comic uh thresh just kind of hides behind the throne just kind of like giggling and talking about he's the real victor <laughs> uh, while also being too afraid to pop out and actually attack them like he did in the visual novel. 
<laughs> They'll never see me here. I like. I feel like in this version, he's not actually the real Victor or getting any stronger. He just thinks that he has. Right? He's very bite. Yeah. <laughs> very bite. I'll steal all their balloons. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's true. Uh, let's see. So he shows up in No One Lives by Graham McNeil. So after Hecarim murders a bunch of folks. Uh, Pekram just mentions, I have no interest in enslaving these souls. That's the type of petty shit that Thresh does. Petty? <laughs> petty? Fucking excuse. <laughs> <laughs> immediately so materializes. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Look at these souls. Look at them. Look, I gotta go because Ledris is about to revive. But when I'm done. <laughs> I gotta go make fun of him about his girlfriend. Hecarim's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah, you can go do that. That's fine. <laughs> Give him one for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me think of Parks and Rec <laughs> and Ben was like could a depressed person make this this <laughs> 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 oh, is lantern anyway uh, uh, then he shows up in the Princeling's Lament by Graham McNeil which is a poem that goes over the various mm. people of interest in the Shadow Isles through the story of a prince who betrayed his wife for more money and power pretended to care about a cure in the Shadow Isles when really he just wanted more power in the Shadow Isles. In the end, Callista kills him for, you know, all the betraying he did. And then Thresh claims his soul. Like the petty guy that he is. The petty guy. <laughs> uh, he shows up in The Purifier, obviously, which is the Lucian bio. Lucian and Senna encounter Thresh in a forgotten vault. And Senna's like, hey, Lucian, uh, we should retreat. And Lucian's like, fuck off, I'm going in. Um, and then gets hard outplayed, and then Senna has to, you know, sacrifice herself to save him. Classic. Classic. Classic life of a support, am I right? And <laughs> um, we got the Redeemer, which is the same, but she gets to visit the inside of the lamp. Um, and she pulls all the dark mist into herself and frees the souls who are held captive by it. So that's something that can happen inside Thresh's lantern. Sure. Uh, we got Voices of the Dead, which is the uh, Senna-Lucian action piece. Uh, Lucian has a quick flashback to how he lost Senna to Thresh. And then finally... We know! <laughs> we get it! <laughs> uh, oh yeah, and then there's the Will of the Dead, which we talked about. But um, yeah, that's... Uh, that's... Uh, that's Cannon Thresh! Cannon Thresh. Yeah. Oh, also... Um, Oh, no, nice. we, yeah, no, no, we can we can talk about Canon Thread. I was gonna talk about some more old shit, but we can I can do that in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Any final any other thoughts on Canon Thresh? I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with him next, I guess. But right. he's been such a focus for a while. I feel like they're gonna Let do cool his heels. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. can't actually do anything with him. He's now evolved That's to true. the point of like, big bad, like yeah. all the other big bads. He just they has have to, to just pretend they don't they exist. edge all the big bads. <laughs> as well <laughs> at least he had somewhere to go i suppose it is i mean it's like he said he does get regularly has gotten some regular stuff it's nice to have seen him god at least it's, it's nice to see something happening with somebody and them growing in some way even if it's into a, <laughs> right? a more big monster i was gonna ask how y'all felt or about less of a monster <laughs> right i was gonna on that on that note i was gonna ask how y'all felt about like the unbound thresh like him being a dude and not thresh as we we see him in game for the most part now, obviously, there's I... reasons why that has happened in, like, Wild Rift. Um, <laughs> right. But, like, I don't know. I was just curious. Um, 
It's... I'm... Yeah. <laughs> it definitely seems like it was just a Wild Rift thing. Like, I feel like Thresh's personality... Uh, he... I don't know. I don't feel like he would have chosen necessarily that form. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he was really digging his <laughs> his classic. <laughs> but I don't think he would. I don't feel like he ever yearned to. You know, he's not like an aerial situation where he's like, oh, if I could just be human, right? Um, I don't know if he's like, necessarily human, but yeah, he's yeah. he's been there. He's done that. But maybe he can now blend in better and have you know do more fun torture that way. That's that could be kind of like where like. Seeing him kind of being willing to accept that, like, yeah, this isn't as fun, but I do get to kill whole ends instead of having one person. I don't know. He kind of could have done that anyway if he wanted, it seems like, you know, like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't feel like he needs to use subterfuge anymore. <laughs> you would think so, fair. right? It, it is. Yeah, I guess because they've established that he's super duper fuck off powerful, right? So it's like, I don't know. I mean, I do. It's does that hard. mean he can make himself look the old way again if he wanted to? He does in the cinematic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say I like the cinematic a lot, and I guess I like yeah. it as a vehicle for it, things like that. Um, yeah. It does. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel about it either. It's hard because I, I feel so f- like, almost frustrated with the the real world. Like, the reason why he's even unbound, right? Um, just like, well, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of worried. Gotta get that E, baby. Yeah. Yeah. What is the real world reason? Um, um, they don't like for everyone on Wild Rift in China. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's so like right. that's the default thrush skin in, um, in like Wild Rift, and so it's like okay. It's hard for me to divorce some of that around it, but yeah, I don't know. I'll say I I do like the idea of within the lore Riot doing such big changes and stuff that don't necessarily have to reflect the game. Because I would honestly like to see more lore come to some kind of conclusion. And I feel like they're not at a point where they're going to do that. And I really wish they they could. Like, you could have a story where Callista, Ledro succeeds and brings Callista back. And it's a whole other story. And Callista could still be herself in the game. We've separated yeah. the lore from League of Legends, you know? And if you really want, give her a skin. Sure. Uh, right. Yeah. Redeemed yeah. Callista. Yeah. <laughs> John, I like where your head's at where it's like, okay, can I convince you with, like, a money-making opportunity? Money. <laughs> you already did it with Sentinels. We know you're not afraid. Yeah. Oh, I true. would love that. Like, this human Calli- and Ledros is with her or something like sure. that. Who's oh, that, who's that giant that. dude in that Callista spot? Who's that dude? <laughs> it's just, like, an arm that's just, like... <laughs> <laughs> is that her dad? <laughs> Cropped out of the photo like an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Like have a sticker on it, like in Monsters Inc. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, man. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so old, uh, old Thresh. Mm-hmm. The version I told you about, for the record, that was version two. Mm-hmm. There is a version one, where um, same personality, same sure. huge dick, uh, but he used to be a jail warden. Okay. And he would torture the inmates. Um, But then there was a prison riot, and the prisoners hung him with his own chains. Uh, But after he died, he became a wraith, and then just kind of tortured more people. So it was a real bad move there. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, he is like nearly one to one a supernatural season one monster that, (laughs) (laughs) like, like near literally. (laughs) Yeah. Um, which I don't mind, 
but it's it feels very like prototype demon type stuff. That's why I was saying it's like yeah. Evelyn Fiddle Six, Fiddle Six especially as he is now. Um, yeah, takes up that space way better. Even the login screen themes are kind of kind of similar. They're like these sort of sing song children's rhymes, but the Fiddle Six yeah. one is its own cool ass original so song, and the Thresh one is just rain, rain, go away. But you know, <laughs> I used to, I haven't listened to it in so long. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. <laughs> but it's chain, chain, go away. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to put this at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Chain, chain, go away. Go and ruin Ledro stick. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, cinematics. We got a few cinematics here. Which I also didn't put in order. I guess I could do it real quick, just kind of looking at him. It doesn't but, matter. Um, uh, so first, I think, is Dark Passage, where we see Thresh stealing Senna's soul in a flashback. Um, Wait, then... she, he took Senna's soul? <gasps> right? <laughs> You're not going to believe this. Uh, and then it flashes to the present, where Lucian is on his way for a final confrontation with Thresh. Then we've got The Climb, which... Really, Lucian had to share this spotlight with a lot of other people, but the, the Lucian part, he's fighting through waves of undead to get to Thresh, and Thresh is just waiting for him at the top of um, the climb. Because <laughs> he thought it would be amusing, and he was intrigued to see what would happen. <laughs> with the- I'm going to make him climb a mountain. <laughs> uh, we've got Shadow's Embrace where Lucian is fighting Thresh. <laughs> so many <laughs> stories and cinematics start out. It's just Lucian is fighting Thresh. <laughs> Lucian fighting Thresh. Uh, Thresh is just fucking rocking him easily. Uh, breaks one of his guns. But then before taking his soul, Lucian stabs the lantern with one of the relic stones and frees all the souls temporarily, um, including Senna. Uh, Thresh thrice, tries to hit Lucian from behind with his hook, which is... Dick move. That's Thresh for you. Thresh. Wouldn't dare. (laughs) Hook a man from behind. (laughs) Uh, Senna blocks the shot, and then the shot goes through and hits Thresh too and kind of fucking knocks him, knocks him away. Uh, So he does a tactical retreat, but not because he needed to. No. He just thought it was really funny that Senna got out. It was really fucking funny, guys. Diego's going to love this. He's going (laughs) to. I can't wait to. We're both going to laugh about this later. Diego, guess what happened today? <laughs> you're, you're not going to believe it. You're going to laugh. I see the corners of your mouth twitching. It's good. You're going to laugh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, then we got a uh, nun escape where a boy goes to the Shadow Isles with his mom to relight some sort of sacred thingy that I guess is supposed to keep the black mist out or something, I guess. I don't know. It's doing a bad job, right. whatever it is. Uh Anyway, Thresh tricks him into seeing his dad, and he, you know, chases the shadow of his dad into the Shadow Isles, and then he encounters Thresh, who just kind of sucks his dad up into his lantern. Are <laughs> you glad you finished that sentence that way? <laughs> I saw he wanted to pause. He wanted to let that I linger. I know, he did. <laughs> uh, Thresh slow chases him back to the boat, <laughs> and then kills him right before he reaches safety, yeah. as is the Thresh way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, the one we just talked about, A Night at the Inn, where a human thresh is at an inn, where there's a, a cursed waiter named Bort being bullied. <laughs> uh, he's kind of got a, 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 a crab 
hand <laughs> that, you know, he tried to pickpocket a wizard and it gave him the old zapperoo. So now the crab claw just tries to kill him at all times while he's just trying to serve people in this inn. Um, Thresh doesn't like that he's being bullied. <laughs> I know what that's like. <laughs> he's, it's a kindred soul. So Thresh reaps everyone at the inn and then offers Bord a chance to get back at his tormentors and also remove the curse on his arm. Uh, he takes it, obviously, which basically just means he also gets reaped. But as a spirit, he doesn't have his, his claw hand anymore. He's got his normal hand. And he gets to, uh, you know, he gets put in charge of the spectral wagon that's being pulled by the <laughs> other souls. So, you know, big promotion there, Bort. <laughs> Thresh is fucking... Way to go, Bort. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thresh is fucking, like, ghost-like. <laughs> his ghost fucking ride that he just drives around knocks us with. Ghost my ride. (laughs) Ghost my ride. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. I really like this cinematic. Actually, it's got a really good sense of humor that I really, really appreciate. And he says one of his voice lines in it. It says at least one. I thought he said maybe a couple, but oh, he might say a couple. I think it's is it the slurping one or (laughs) it is the slurp. He does get soup, (laughs) but he doesn't slurp. He orders. Yeah, I was gonna say he orders soup. (laughs) Of course, he does. Now the last thing he says was like, you know, there is life, there is death, mm. and there is me. Yeah, it's like going somewhere. Do you somewhere think maybe shit, yeah. Thresh likes to be human sometimes now because he can eat? Maybe Ooh. he couldn't eat before. And he's like, you know what I miss? Soup. It was really. <laughs> you ever try eat soup without <laughs> lips? <laughs> it's fucking hard. <laughs> There's so many holes in this skull, it just <laughs> fucking falls everywhere. The teeth filter all the chunks out. It's fucking sucks, Mort. Uh, let me tell you. Oh, man. I like the idea that he's just, like, airing out all his grievances to support now. now. And, and they said I wasn't good enough on the... They put me with the artifacts. And then he yelled at me for, like, 20 minutes just because I let Senna get away. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. And it was totally on purpose because I thought it was really funny. It's, it's like how, like, limo drivers, they've got the little shield that they raise up. I'm like, oh, sorry, I really focus on this, this road thresh. Just that. Fuck me. Oh, no. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that was, uh, those were the cinematics. Ooh, the AU time? We got a few AUs. Oh, shit. Skins. Yeah, he's got a couple. All right. First up, we got Forgotten Depths. Sit down, me child, and listen close. The ocean's a wonder. The foaming waves that reach our peaceful shores a deceitful invitation. For what lies beneath the endless blues is a world beyond our imagining. Of kingdoms ruined and monsters fierce. Floating down in those forgotten depths. This is Deep Terror Thresh. (laughs) If there really was a kingdom beneath the sea, it must have been destroyed long ago. How else do you explain the revenants that prey upon these shores? How else does that thing... Thresh exist, trapping our souls in his accursed diving bell. <laughs> <laughs> diving bell, diving bell. You're a season out of date. Well, Chris. give me a Halloween bell song, Mark. Go on. Hell's bell. Like this way comes. <laughs> oh, that, was, that, was that has one. bells in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, next up, we got Moons of Ionia, Blood Moon. An ancient cult seeking irresistible power surfaces on nights of the Blood Moon to perform profane esoteric rites, merging their flesh with demonic spirits and becoming one with an ever greater darkness. This one is Blood Moon Thresh. A demon summoned on the night of the Blood Moon, Thresh's insatiable urge to torture and kill is fueled by thousands of vengeful spirits drawn to his lantern. Entire villages are left slaughtered in his wake, their blood staining the land for decades. I kind of like the idea of like his spirit, his like spirits being attracted to his lantern or whatever, and that's what kind of makes him the way he is instead of him just taking souls. It's a yeah. little mm-hmm. twist. I don't know. It's kind of how he is in uh, Spirit Blossom too, mm-hmm. but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. First up, we have Event Horizon Dark Star. I never really looked at his head or lack thereof in this one. It's creepy. Yeah, yeah. It's very pitch black uh, <laughs> monster. Uh, Entropy engulfs galaxies in the yawning maw of the Dark Star, whose corruptance, titanic creatures of black hole oblivion, snuff out the light of existence in every system they touch and plunge them into nothingness. This one is Dark Star Thresh. A cosmic nightmare who worships the all-consuming Dark Star, Thresh vows to feed the whole of existence to his god until all matter, time, and thought are erased. His work will be complete when nothing remains, freeing him to finally leap into the singularity and become one with the end of the universe. Do you think he would do a flip when he jumped into that thing? Or like, what's you up? know he would. <laughs> or he would try, and then he'd kind of like trip at the last uh, second and be like, whoa! You're like, haha, guys, I fell. <laughs> guys? Oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> this one's a cinematic. Oh. Nothing escapes. Where basically Thresh is pulling you into a black hole. Um, Me? Yeah. <laughs> you personally. Yeah. You. 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 <laughs> no, I don't want to go there. <laughs> he gives a little little speech while he does it, um, and like he acts all protoss about it while looking all zerg. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, 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 that's a saying. <laughs> you guys not protoss, but you're looking me? all zerg, honey. <laughs> What's protoss? Uh, that's a race from StarCraft. StarCraft. What's Zerg? That is another race from StarCraft. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Right? That, that clears it up. Nice and... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, there's also a short story here. Ambitions Embrace. Uh, this is one where the Cosmic Court sends Lux to seal Thresh and the Dark Star, since she has a mastery of light and sealing constellations. Uh, she previously had a nightmare about being pulled into the Dark Star by Thresh and being powerless to stop it. Um, but she's like, no, I'll go anyway. It's fine. That was probably nothing. <laughs> uh, also in this dream, Lux called her, or, uh, Thresh called Lux little light. And I think that was the first time that phrase was used to describe her before oh, really? you know, Silas. They really it. liked that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, despite all this, she, she goes to defeat Thresh in the dark star. It does not go well. Uh, it goes kind of like how her dream said it would. But then a voice shows her that the court was always scared of her and her potential. And it showed her that light was a cage holding in the seed of darkness that would make her unstoppable. And she kind of is at first was like, is this Thresh's voice? Is this the Dark Star's voice? And she realizes it's not either of their voices. It's her. But she is one 
with the dark star and always has been. So mm. she can suddenly see all the past and all the future. And then she sees tiny little insignificant Thresh. And he also finally sees what she is. And Cowers does his little like, oh, sorry, my liege. <laughs> he does when, when suddenly he realizes he can't <laughs> beat you anymore. Uh, and yeah, now she's just looking forward to using her dark corruptance to bend every member of the cosmic court to her will. Hmm. Woo! Go Lux! And that's because the community voted for her to go evil. Yeah. That's neat. Of course they did. Yeah. Next up, we got Pulse Fire. After I did unlocking... not know we had a Pulse Fire skin. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. He's a big deal in this one. Not in that he shows up in any stories, but uh, <laughs> lore-wise in this AU, he's a big deal. Uh, after unlocking the secrets of time travel, these champions are thrust into a far-flung dystopian future. While Chrono Enforcers relentlessly pursue them across time and space, a small few have escaped into history, taking their technology along for the ride. And uh, the Chrono Enforcers, by the way, as a reminder, are uh, also known as kind of Remembrancers. They're like uh, part of the Remembrancer Agency. They're like time cops. Uh, so Pulsefire Thresh, as head of the Remembrancers... Thresh usually remains behind the scenes pulling the chains <laughs> of time rather than stepping into the stream himself. Yet recent events have caused him to leave his temporal citadel, bringing his pulse fire lantern to bear. Um, and yes, oh. it is temporal. Okay. No, I was just curious. Like, I was waiting to see if, like, is another shoe going to drop with him in this? Or is he, like, just genuinely... You betcha. Okay. <laughs> There's a prestige skin. Oh. As paradoxes multiply and more rogue <clears throat> agents rebel against the grasp of the Chrono Enforcers, Thresh, as commander of the Remembrancers, takes matters into his own hands. He must not yield control of time to these interlopers, nor to the growing Praetorian threat. Uh, and they also have a level-up animation from Legends of Runeterra. The Remembrancers abduct your wife... Lucian, 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 your desperation has clouded your judgment. In the end, aren't you the one who failed to protect her? We can put the blame on somebody uh, else. <laughs> if you'd served us longer, perhaps you could have saved her. But your actions have made you an enemy of the Remembrancers. Yes, I'll make sure you're never happy again. Thresh a hobby, I feel like. Uh, and he's like trying to do some like he's trying to do some like Sith shit. And he's like, Ooh, I think you'll uh, remember he pulls out his little stopwatch. I think you'll remember the new <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh fuck. Yeah, so it's uh, it's implied in a few champions quotes, I think, here that, that it, it calls Thresh's uh, intentions into question. Mm. It even implied in some of them that maybe he's responsible for the Praetorians. Uh, is he just trying to cover up his, his fuck up or something like that almost? That's kind of like a... Uh, Sounds like something Thresh would do. You know, create them so that he could uh, stop. Kind of like a syndrome thing, really. Create them so that he could stop it and then be a hero, but then mm. shit got out of control. Sure. Okay. Okay. That's kind of fun. Uh, we've got the Ruined King Saga, which we haven't talked much about. <laughs> the harrowing spreads its black mist across Runeterra, corrupting indiscriminately. Some in its presence are swayed to follow the ruined king, believing their goals aligned. 
but Viego wants only the return of Isolde. He has no allies. The ruin to aid him in halting the Sentinels are mere pawns in a broken-hearted lover's game. This is Unbound Thresh. With every soul the ruination seized, Thresh's lantern burned brighter. He had planned for this moment, after all, the chance to scour far beyond the Shadow Isles. The mists reach so much greater than his own. Reaping all he had so meticulously sown, Thresh was at last unbound from the shackles of the Isles. He had forgotten how good it feels to have skin. I guess it just this also feels... has a level up. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. I know, right? That kind of answers the question. He doesn't want to taste soup. He just spends all day like, (laughs) (laughs) He kicks open the door. I need all the moisturizers you've got. (laughs) (laughs) Thresh at a spa day. Oh, fuck. I'm liking that. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, As the mist spread... Thresh awakened, a previously untapped well of energy, and bolstered by the black mist, reclaimed power he thought long lost among the Blessed Isles. He sees soul after soul, relishing their agony. Each one was reduced to a mere glowing fleck within his lantern. Yet it shone brightly. Shone bright like a diamond. I can't stand his abs in this. (laughs) Sorry. The glow behind the abs is so fucking funny. Like, why are they glowing? He's supposed to be like a person now. I mean, I imagine that, like, he kind of... He's got the power to create his own because he can kind of oh, shift he's back like, and forth. So, he definitely did not have those abs in life, absolutely right? Like a hundred percent. He did not work out. No. And starve himself enough to have abs because that's really how you get your abs to shift. Yeah, although he may have done that. He might have. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he definitely just gave himself those own abs, and the fact that there's light behind him too also leads me to believe that there aren't actually. They're basically the equivalent of painted on abs. They're just backlit <laughs> to look like. Abs. Now that you say that, they do look a little bit like in It's Always Sunny <laughs> when they paint the abs on themselves in the wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right; those are not real abs. <laughs> it's a trick of the mind. <laughs> Uh, now we got uh, four beasts, which are dragonmancers as part oh. of. Majestic dragons dwell in remote places of wild beauty, avoiding mortal affairs outside of rarely bestowing their gifts on only a select few. The dragonmancers are those fortunate and powerful enough to have gained the ultimate blessing. Whether they then use that for good or for evil is up to them, and anyone strong enough to stop them. This one is Steel Dragon Thresh. I've never seen this. Me neither. Uh, The steel dragon, happiest curled up in its cavernous archives amidst its treasures, needed someone with a talent for acquiring esoteric new treasures, and its eye fell on Thresh. Honored to assist, Thresh's limitless appetite for acquisition warped into obsession. Now he stops at nothing to acquire what he wants, justifying his cruelty in the name of his benefactor. Hmm. Hmm. We got Lunar Rebel. I didn't know. I haven't seen this one either. Hmm. It's time to look back, to celebrate with family and friends, to join together and remember all that has happened, the good and the bad. And as the fireworks light up the night sky, we look forward to a new year filled with wonderful memories with the ones we hold dear. This one is Lunar Emperor Thresh. Some are destined to rule. Others hear only echoes of glory, knowing nothing of the sacrifices that must be made. 
You must put your empire before everything, even the lives of your subjects. The Emperor Thresh still guides his people, their souls forever safe, though their bodies were washed away. Some day he'll heal his broken empire. All he needs is a kind Empress's helping hand. That's kind of cool. It's kind of neat. Is I, I guess is it supposed to be that he's like nefarious? Like is he very genuinely trying to to save their souls at the expense of their corporeal form, or is it? I don't think, I don't so. think so. I either. think he's just trying to bring back his, uh, you his know, because yeah. what's what's a king without his kingdom, right? That's true. Yeah, just an asshole with a lantern. It's <laughs> <laughs> how the old saying goes. Right. <laughs> Uh, next up we got High Noon Gothic Gunslingers and lawmen ride beneath the merciless sun of the high frontier Chasing survival and salvation in equal measure Heaven is rubble, hell is empty, and all the devils are here This is High Noon Thresh An ancient devil who stalks the great expanses of the Old West Thresh's cruel visage is burned into the minds of all living things who fear the day he will come to claim their souls. His arrival spells doom for any settlement, its residents flayed and left to rot in the sun. And this has uh, short stories. First of all, The Man with the Grinning Shadow. Uh, by way of flashback, we find out that Lucian and Senna were sent to hunt down Thresh, who in this AU also go by the names... Uh, the Reaper, the Slaughter God, Old Turnkey, and Great Horn. <laughs> old Turkey. That one stands out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> old Turkey. <laughs> Ew. That's what, that's what they call them on the playground to bully him. <laughs> I'm not a Turkey. Because he smelled like Old Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh,. Now, they go into this fight pretty confident. They've fought demons before. They know their shit. They are the first and second best uh, rangers out here. Um, but the, the fight lasts literally two seconds. Uh, Lucian has his gun arm slashed open before he even sees Thresh. Uh, and then he <laughs> then Thresh has Senna surrounded with a ring of fire before Lucian even knows what's going on. Uh, so Thresh is about to murder Senna. Uh so Lucian begs Thresh to make a deal, his soul for Senna's life. Uh, Thresh agrees and immediately corrupts Lucian's soul with darkness and then rips out Senna's heart in front of him. So, uh, you know, again, the fact that Tom Kench keeps his deals, pretty honorable. True. Tom Kench is a good guy. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Real stand-up He's tough but fair, right? <laughs> <laughs> Except an A-Ram. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Uh, he also shows up in With Hell Before Them. So this is the one about Ash hunting Hecarim, but she just kind of mentions in passing that the great cattle-skulled stalker of the Old World, which I guess is another name that he can go by, uh, has been prowling about this land since the time of the ancient progenitor deities. So in this AU, Thresh is super fucking old. He is, uh... He was here... It, it actually mentions specifically that he has been here longer than... Um, humans had language to call him anything. Yeah. Interesting. So he's been around for a while. Because we've had language for like two or three years or some shit. I don't know. I like it. Least, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also two cinematics for this. 
We have a new Devils in Town, where Lucian and Thresh face off. We don't actually get to see the face off. We kind of just, this is one of those, like, they stare at each other real angry-like, and then the cinematic ends. But we <laughs> do get a close-up of Lucian's face with his, like, half-demon face, and it is very cool. That's why it's only 20 seconds long or whatever. It's because they <laughs> blew it all. That's and... all the budget. <laughs> they have, like, this whole three-minute long. <laughs> well worth it. <laughs> Well, we then get to see what that three-minute-long fight would look like because the other cinematic is Duel with the Devil. Fun word play. Uh, Aurelia and Ash are working together to fight. I wrote Lucian in my notes. That's not who they fight. They're fighting <laughs> Thresh. What about a wild turn of events? <laughs> it is a, it's a very cool cinematic, though. That's another what, wild, wild rift one. Yeah. Another freeze frame at the... Another freeze that's frame. True. Yeah. We do get a little bit of a fight, at least, so that's something. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Is it also, a duel if there's two of them versus the one Thresh? Does that oh count? Shit. That's true. Is it yeah. a truel? Mm. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's cruel. Hey. <laughs> I'd rather read gruel in school. No, stop. I'm going to start drooling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can stop. I'm done. I'm sorry. Okay. Spirit Blossom. <laughs> the Spirit Blossom Festival is an ancient and celebrated time in Ionia. When the door to the spirit world is opened, the dead return to their loved ones, and spirits of all manner turn their eyes towards the living. From the benevolent Kanmai to the obsessive Akana, their stories play out again and again, like shadows on a paper lantern. So when it's Spirit Blossom Thresh, an ancient demon of obsession, Thresh delights in tormenting the spirits of those he deems as flawed, but blossoming with potential. He haunts the spiritual afterlife as a supreme collector of souls, tempting the dead away from their path to salvation until they're trapped for eternity within their own memories. And the cinematic attached to this is The Path, an Ionian myth, which picks up right after Yone dies. Ari's leading him to a land of peace. As mentioned, you know, it's his place of salvation. Um, so he is distracted when he gets near the end of it by this other path a darker path <gasps> thresh's path uh he follows it for some reason and relives all the regret pain and anguish of kind of like his final moments and shit and his failures and then he has to battle a dark version of himself um or just maybe like a regular azakana um is unclear but it ends up half possessing him in the end after he defeats it um, or just giving him darkness powers again yeah, it's unclear a unclear <laughs> he bites his face just, say, and a, then <laughs> and then yone gets demon powers there's a, there's, a, there's a lot left open to interpretation when he just gets bit and that's the way it ends yeah kinky uh so this has a visual novel too spirit bonds now, uh, I'll just go over the Thresh part of this. Uh, Thresh finds the player lost and convinces you to follow him uh, somehow. He's super creepy, but you don't have the option to not follow him. So he's you follow so him. He's handsome in this. He's, he's handsome. <laughs> uh, actually, I feel like the first time you see him, he's not. Because they do make remember. a mention of, like, oh, I hope you like this vision better. Mm. Um, <laughs> he convinces you that the lights in his lantern are his children. And he's protecting them, and some must have gotten lost, and he wants you to help him find them so that he can keep them safe. 
He tells you his lantern has been stolen, though, and the spirits can't find their way back without it. So you offer to find it. You eventually run into Timo, who challenges you to rock, paper, scissors. Uh, you win, and he gives you the lantern. Uh, now, if you remember from the other week, Timo is also the one who convinced you to steal that lantern in the first place. And <laughs> according to the story, too, Timo is on your shoulders. Uh, oh, no, no, no. That's that's a different thing. So um, you, you stole the lantern. Timo plays a prank and then comes back to tell you about the prank that he pulled, which we now find out was on you. Um, wild, wild <laughs> circle that this thing has taken. Uh, so you, you go back to Thresh, and you return it. Thresh says he's been so sad because Ari has stolen so many of his souls. They used, used to be friends, Ari and Thresh, but she believes spirits didn't need guidance and could just survive on their own out there. But now they're just out there lost and aimless with Ari. So he asks you to recover them from Ari and use his hook and lamp to capture them. Uh, so you make it to the grove where all the souls are chilling, and you toss a hook. Uh, you miss all of the souls, and a yellow question mark ping shows up above <laughs> your head. <laughs> uh, on your second toss, though, you catch one. Um, so when you when you return... Thresh gets super horny for you for he's just very excited about this shit. He talks about how much you mean to him, how kind you've been, how you should stay here with him. He strokes your hand while you guys sit side by side and watch the river pass by. Um, it's very romantic. Um, though if you do do the Ari quest, it also turns out that souls that end up with Thresh are just lost forever. Um, Oops. You know, Thresh, uh, he has his part in, in this whole ecosystem. You know, it's supposed to be like people follow Ari, but then some just kind of go on their own way and get lost, and then Thresh takes them, and that's cool. Um, but <laughs> meanwhile, what Thresh has been doing is just luring spirits away from Ari and then stealing them forever, and now just straight up coercing other people to hook spirits away from Ari. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's... That's that, and you can romance him too. And he's like, mm. John's fanning himself and making other sounds. I don't like his hand on this in this skin. That's the hand that's caressing your hand. So mm. imagine that. Does that help? Does that make it better or worse? Worse. Okay. It tracks. I don't. The thumb in particular is long. <laughs> Got the old long thumb. Your thumb is so thumb is long. So long. <laughs> it's not thick. <laughs> anyway, now that's a digit. Uh, so, fun fact about this skin: before the skin lines release, several quotes on Summoner's Rift would randomly be heard. Um, and Spirit Blossom Thresh is the uh, announcer teasing the release of Lilia and the Spirit Blossom skin line. Mm. Um, they took your home, Lilia. Do not forget this loss. Let it course through you. And poor lost spirits beckoning to bloom. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> I've been waiting for you. <laughs> also, uh, Spirit Blossom Thresh had a quote towards Yone. Um, 
And that was the first we heard of Yone. Yone hadn't been released yet. <laughs> That's neat. I'm looking at yeah. that, that thumb, and I think the issue that you're mm-hmm. having is that you know normally a thumb <laughs> goes like this, right? But yeah, his thumb it's goes like, like the this. Angle. So I don't. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Oh, do you want to see it again, John? You need. To I want to give you a visual. Your creepy. It's your like creepy thumb. it's right, a so normal it's thumb, to do this. and then his thumb is doing like this type situation. This is good audio content, by the this way. This is good so. audio content <laughs> for sure. <laughs> we're doing we're doing some some it, like, thumb curves. stuff. It's we're, not we're, quite oh, yours. Okay. I, I see, stuff. I see. So it's like it's like a weird like this part is super long and then it kind of yeah. Comes see, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. No good. <laughs> no <laughs> we're, good. We're, we're comparing thumbs over here. That's a bad thumb. <laughs> <laughs> It's a one out of ten thumb right there. <laughs> if you count the other one, then it's two out of ten. I, I like it. it I, like I know, I, I got it. it. Do you want to do the fun fact, Sean? <laughs> I'm going to piss my pants. Because the joke water. was so funny? Uh-huh. You're too funny. I can't take it. Uh, fun fact. Okay. Thresh is voiced by Mark Oliver. Uh, Thresh used to start with one extra soul as an Easter egg if he was in the same game as Lucian, um, you know, with, because it was Senna's soul, but this was removed in patch uh, 9.2 in preparation for the release of Senna. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Thresh is between 1,050 and 1,100 years old. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. Old turkey, indeed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After the events of Rise of the Sentinels, Thresh is now unbound from the Shadow Isles and is able to steal souls from anywhere across Runeterra. Uh, Thresh is one of 14 champions that have an ability to infinitely stack an effect. Uh, Thresh was the first champion released in 2013, and his base health at level 11 was also 2013. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I like how you put fun at the end. Like, see? These facts <laughs> that, that are fun, guys. Yeah, guys. You know, I get a lot of shit for these fun facts, <laughs> but they're fun. They're fucking fun, though. Uh, Thresh is the first champion to cost 7,800 IP on the first week after release. Damn. Thresh and Urgot used to be the only champions classified as ranged tanks before having their roles changed again in 2013. Uh... Thresh has three different basic attack animations, depending on how far he, how far away the target he's hitting is, um, as well as a special death animation if he's killed when death sentence is active. He gives like a real spiteful laugh at the uh, at the target that he hit with it. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Thresh's dance references poi dancing. Uh, he swings his scythe and lantern, or if he has already thrown his lantern out. Then he swings his scythe and the lantern's hook. Neat. So, you know, two different dance animations, too. Also, this is just an unrelated fun fact to, to Thresh. I used to do poi, oh. but with light sticks, Neat. not lanterns. <laughs> well, that's fun. Do it right yeah. now on camera. Just, okay. Yeah, I don't have Grab light sticks. Grab those lights behind you. <laughs> Start swinging. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dark Passage is the oldest ability that grants an allied displacement. Mm. It's the first time you could uh, displace a, an ally with an ability. Damn, I didn't realize that. 
potentially. Now, I don't know if the... If the uh, like Anivia wall, for example. I was going to say, because I know you can mm. Anivia wall people now. I don't know if I don't know if the, the hitbox has changed on that or not, but maybe maybe it's like more intention like intentional <laughs> Yeah, intentional displacement <laughs> effect. <laughs> when you play Anivia, it's intentional. <laughs> That's right, get fucked. Um old school death recap. Oh god, he's dying. I'm oh, good, no. I'm good. I'm back. Thresh is gonna get you. <laughs> uh Death Recap, the old school one, used to read you have opened the box. Your prize, death. <laughs> Thresh killed you. And finally, if Sen and Thresh are played on opposing teams, a quest will trigger. Uh, so this in-game quest consists of one killing the other. And if you do so, you will earn all of that champion's souls that they've accumulated so far. Damn, that's, that's kind of huge. That's nuts. Is that active in ranked games? I don't think it's active in ranked. Okay. I can't be. Right. Except yeah, it seems pretty impactful. Yeah, it'd be pretty, yeah. yeah. Especially a late game. It's probably only for the first kill, not every kill. But oh, no, still. yeah, yeah. But what if the first kill's real late? Right. <laughs> but yeah, those are, my, those are my fun facts. They were so great. Good stuff. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, any final Thresh thoughts? I like him. Yeah. yeah. He's, I feel like he doesn't, when you think about the poster child for League of Legends, I feel like you often think of, like, Garen or Katarina. And we mentioned in the Talia episode how we feel like, through the lore, maybe, you know, maybe they're trying to set her up to be to be more like this, too. But, like, really? Thresh is, Thresh is the poster child. He's been everywhere and done everything. Yeah. That's true. He's, well, I mean, it's like you said, I like him as a, as the actual villain of Runeterra, and I especially like him more as he's depicted in that, that Unbound cinematic. Not like trying to take over the whole world with a big black mist, you know, thing, whatever. Fuck that. Um, but just uh, being a real evil son of a bitch um, is, is kind of more yeah. engaging. So, yeah. And his design, I yeah. think, is just so strong that I think he's one of those it champions is. you see and you just want to know, like, what's this dude's fucking deal? Like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. fuck Garen. Right, what's this motherfucker is all about? <laughs> he's like a soldier, clearly. Yeah, here. right. <laughs> Fighting, yeah, the good fight, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that was Thresh. Thank you so much for listening. We have a Twitter. It's at Loreheads. And we have a Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Loreheads. John streams on Saturday evenings. He does TFT and ARAMs with viewers. And I generally stream on Mondays. We have a... Uh, I'm not going to be streaming the Monday that this comes out. Um, but hopefully the week after that, and we're going to have maybe some free time coming up, free evenings, so maybe we'll do some more streams. We'll see. Yeah. We also have a YouTube. John posts uh, fun, fun little fun little clips and bits, so if you want to see our thumb demonstrations. <laughs> <laughs> and the look on John's face when he does those slurping sounds, check out our YouTube. Yeah, well, it's worth it. We have a Discord. Discord if you want to find some people to play League with or chat about the lore. You can do that there. And we have a Patreon. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. Mm, but a very special thank you to our Medarda tier patrons. Big Man Gnomes, King of Hearts, Mr. Dead, Shupa Moustache, Trideka, and you all have the urge to yawn right now. <laughs> I've been yawning this whole so this whole time. Drink a big cup of coffee during this episode so I'm not sleepy at all. Uh. If uh, if you were all in Thresh's lantern, I would also stab it with a relic stone and free you. Aww, oh, beautiful. Cool. But I'd prefer if you didn't get caught by the lantern. So. Yeah. 
That's so, ideal. So, yeah. That's, do you think Not we should said that to Senna at some point? <laughs> <laughs> really prefer that like you didn't do that. <laughs> I would have preferred you had retreated when I told you to, Lucian. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the couch tonight, bud. <laughs> you have to sleep on the bad bedroll on the ground. <laughs> Uh, well, please be sure to join us in a couple of weeks as we talk about the Yordle Gunner, Tristana. Oh, fun. One of John's mates. Oh.